Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, welcome to the Paper Stack Podcast, where we cover current topics in the note industry, give you tactics for your note business, and talk with industry leaders to make you a better note investor. And now, your hosts, Brett Berkey and Rick Allen. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Paper Stack Podcast. And today we have TJ Osterman. Yeah, it's uh, just in the neighborhood. Another one of our co-founders in here with us. Yeah, we happen to be doing some stuff here at the office, working practicing three foot social distancing at this time. Six foot. Hey, we're in phase one, almost phase two. Yeah. Yeah. As is one of the original co-founders of Paperstack, it was these two guys starting off. And of course we might came in a little later, but we want today to talk a little bit about what TJ has been up to recently. I guess not recently since 2017 now, huh? We've been tackling this for a while. Yeah. So this is something that they've been working on for a while. It's a great sister company of Paperstack. This just makes sense if you're interested in mortgage notes for yourself or purchasing your own. A great thing to do once that's you have those mortgage notes is to also look into something like a fund. And that's what Rick and TJ have created. It's called the Money with Meaning Fund. And I'm going to let these two guys open it up and tell you a little bit about it. Brett, thank you as always. Yeah. Yes. We've been working on this fund for, uh, it was really a vision of ours for quite some time. And uh, we decided to go from the LLC world of friends and family to a structured fund yep. with the SEC and TJ really spearheaded that. Tell me a little bit about how much fun that was. It's very difficult. It's the hardest thing I've ever done and I'm still going through all the stuff. Actually, we're going through an audit as we speak right now. So it's a whole bunch of different things that you have to actually do, but it's definitely something you need to do to take it to that next level. When we've been first investing in notes seven years ago, we realized, is, is this thing even scalable? It's eight years ago now. Eight years ago. Is this thing even scalable? Is it worth the money, the hundreds of thousands of dollars to put into a, a fund like MWM fund and actually scale this thing? And we realized, yes, it was back then. And especially in today's environment, it's needed even more so because we're yeah. dealing in distressed debt, non-performing loans, mortgages. We're dealing in real estate. And there's going to be a whole bunch of inventory being able to be picked up for the cheap. I think it's interesting to also think about is when we first started looking at a fund and a fund structure, we were looking at a Reg D fund Yep. because we're like, that's what was around when we started doing right, this. Right. But then something came available called the Regulation A plus fund. Yeah. What do you think is the benefits or let's talk a little bit about why did we decide to go that route with the Reg A plus versus the Reg D? some of the benefits of both. Yeah, yeah. The Reg D is a great fund and there's certain exemptions you can get where you can actually solicit up to 35 non-accredited investors. Yep. But I'm almost positive that you can, you have to register your securities you're selling in every state. So if you wanted to sell outside of Florida, you better go outside of Florida. You have to register in that state. With the Regulation A plus fund, we register our securities one time and we can sell in all 50 states and, and in Puerto Rico, all of our securities. And we can take, we don't have a cap on the amount of unlimited or accredited investors. That's the beauty of You're starting right. to see now the trend of, especially in today's environment, online investing and yep. it's becoming more of the common thing where people are starting to trust it now. So you see a lot of companies out there that have been raising hundreds of millions of dollars doing it directly online. And how many people are in this in the United States of America? Does over 300, know? was it th over 300 million? It's 340, 345 million. So you think not too long ago, only 1% of those people were actually offered this type of investment in this country. 
I think, yeah, that's the key is part of the mission of our fund is we want to make a profit. We want to kill it. We want to do great for our investors, but we also want to help people out. Absolutely. And that was a real goal, money with meaning fund. We want to connect that meaning with the money. But we looked at it, we said, wow, what an opportunity to not only help families stay in their home, but to help those same families start investing in their future. Yeah. To allow the everyday American to come in here, mom and pops around the country, really, to start investing, start participating in something that honestly, they would never have a chance to do. So to me, that was really the attractive part about it. So why you guys put it at 200? Yeah, yeah, we wanna make it something that's affordable for everybody to invest. It's a no brainer. It's like that one site we were looking at, invest in startups for $10. Where else could you actually do that directly online? Now you can actually go online, invest in these startup companies for a minimal investment of $10. How many do you, how many investors do you think they're gonna get? Oh my gosh. For, yeah. And you're gonna build a great database. Yeah, with $200, you can, it's the dead money play, right? So with 200 bucks, you could have, maybe you have rent coming in, from a rental that you own in your IRA. Maybe you're getting $800 a month. Maybe you're like, I'd like to take 200 of this just sitting there and put it into a fund. Maybe you wanna take the whole 800 and put it in the fund because there's no lockup period and say, I'll put it in there until it builds up to buy a new fund Automatic. or buy a new asset. Right when that money starts coming in off that rent, you should have it set up automatic where it just goes right into a fund that helps you earn money. I don't like my money in banks right now just because it's scary what's going on with the currency in these days, but I like it actually in assets, hard assets that are because inflation, whatever, which way it goes, if inflation goes up, those asset prices basically are going to remove lockstep. So those are going to go up. If your money's in there, but the, your dollar's only worth 50 cents now, but you're bought in, yeah, your money's going up. With but it, if so. it's in cash, it gets devalued, it, right? It, it, because it's really what happens is it's not the value of the dollar, it's the value of the assets are changing. Yeah. And yeah. it just takes more of them. So if your money's in the asset, your money is growing. Right. And it is. It's this interesting yeah. thing. It grows lockstep. And you're like, yeah, that does make sense. If my dollar is only buying half a pizza now, but five years ago I was buying the whole pizza. If I own the pizza, it's the pizza. Yeah, you own the it pizza. It doesn't matter. Exactly. So, so that's some of the really interesting things. And especially nowadays, we didn't need to talk about this a couple of years ago during this mm -hmm. last bull market. Nobody was really talking about that. Everybody was just, it was like the glory days. It was just wonderful. But, but and another thing to talk about, why we can actually generally solicit and what's so powerful about having a lot of people in a fund is power in numbers. If we have 6,000 investors in this fund and 10% pull out, is the fund still gonna be able to operate? Yep. If you got five investors in there and something happens and the major investor pulls out, those other investors are like, holy cow, this is now what happens to their exposure, their risk exposure. Are you new to the mortgage note industry? Have you been wanting to learn the step-by-step -step process to purchase your first mortgage note? Well, you're in luck. We've convinced our CEO, Rick Allen, to break down everything he knows about mortgage note investing. Through a series of 50 videos, you'll get everything from start to finish of where to purchase notes, how to purchase notes, and all of Rick's investing techniques he has developed over the many years. From performing note tactics to non-performing notes, Rick gives you everything he knows about investing. Bonuses include our glossary of industry terms, Rick's own proprietary calculators he created to evaluate notes, discounts from our partners, our Rolodex of vendors, a private Facebook group, along with a lot more. We've packed so much content into the Academy to take you from beginner to expert in no time. To learn more about the Academy, go to academy.paperstack.com welcome.
Again, that is academy.paperstack.com slash welcome. Exactly. Another thing about it is when you throw money into a fund with a bunch of other people, it gets cross-collateralized. Your risk is spread over everyone's right. as opposed to if I'm Great. just going Great. into it and I've got, if I've got 30 grand of my own money, I'm looking at it like I can buy one loan. If that one loan goes bad or it doesn't go the way it's supposed to. And operating costs are 100% yours. 100% right? so yours. If we have 6,000 investors, operating costs on those notes are spread amongst 6,000 investors. Well, it's, it's spread there, but it's also, it's spread across all the assets we have. Oh yeah. And it's just, it's a great, and I can, I can promise you this, there's not, I don't know of any notes out there that you can buy for 200 bucks. No. So people throw your $200 in, participate in it. That's really what it's about. And it's, it's great just to see the look on people's face when they find out they can actually invest online for their couch, yeah. which is so relevant to it's right actually, now. Actually, this is the, it's like a revolution in investing these days yeah. because of what we're dealing with right now is because it's the tipping point I think we're sitting in now because people have no other choice. They have to invest from their home. So they have to put a little bit of their foot over the cliff and say, okay, I'll be all right. You got, you got to dip your toe in the water and right. see what and it so is. This is what we needed is somebody that we're both visionaries in a way of seeing what we kind of want to build for the future. And we understand that digital currency, all this stuff could happen. And if you don't have the infrastructure built now, you're too late. If you want to get on board when it's all happening, you're gonna, it's going to take a lot of time. So we're trying to really build something now that is going to flourish for the decades to come. And I guess... One of the great benefits of having a, a sister company like Paperstack is you've got these liquidity tools that are available. Key. It's key. It's all about, we talk about, TJ and I have talked about this before. It's this industry, it's not, it's not amazingly difficult, but it's a little challenging. It's just, you can teach people to do absolutely. it. Absolutely. But our Rolodex, yeah. our knowledge, the people we know in the industry and how long we've been doing it. That's what you, that's what really makes us money. The management team's yep. experience combined 30 years of distressed asset buying. Yeah. The 6,000 hours of something that Brez has talked to people on the phone and that we've talked to people on the phone, it's with just the paper stack side. Yeah. What you want to do is you want to develop a customer and add a lot of value to it. So a paper stack user will buy a note and we hope that they do really well in it. We have nothing to do with the management side of it or the effect of that. That's up to them. But if you can provide opportunity for them to say, you know what, you're going to buy this performing note and it's going to yield you whatever percentage and you're going to be getting $800 a month in, what are you doing with that $800? But you know what, our sister companies right there, we were talking about it last night, put it into the fund right now. You should reinvest those dividends to grow your wealth. So you're providing, we're able to provide a lot of value to the paper stack users, to the MWM fund users, because I always tell people, you got to diversify. You can get in with the MWM fund, but look at maybe investing in some performing notes. A nice portfolio of 25 performing notes mm -hmm. is a beautiful income stream, isn't yep. it? Yeah. Another thing too, though. Like a mailbox. Yeah. Right? I have some of that stuff where if they could dip their foot in the water with the MWM fund, understand the process of how the actual note purchase happens, learn a little bit, and then learn from some of the education that they're going to get. They can take that knowledge and then go right over to Paperstack and actually buy one themselves. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah learn while you earn. So you put $200 in, you get the course, and you're getting an investment in the fund, right? Or something along those lines. I think yeah, I mean, so many cool yeah. things that we're going to be able to come out with and that we're constantly thinking about. We're just not going to sit idly. We're active managers in the fund. The same managers that for the last eight years have passed performance of 17%. 
And that's in the offering circular, by the way. We've had those figures done. So that same management team is NW Unfund. Past performance doesn't uh, dictate the the future. But but just saying that we're really ready and keyed up to what about manage. The, so talk to me about the fact of so I'm a I'm a, someone who buys on paper stack and I'm looking for good deals. You've mentioned before in the past because of the buying power you have with the amount of revenue you have and the revenue with the buying power you have when you have a couple million dollars to buy those bigger pools, you're able to buy at a bigger discount. And you're talking about you don't have to take a huge chunk of these things. You guys are just going to be because of volume taking a little bit, fixing them, and throwing with enough meat on the bones. On the paper set, so these people are being yeah, the quality. Yeah. Sure. So as we build capitals, the capital reserves, the dry powder gets bigger, and we start taking bigger bites out of the apple from people that are honestly, they're just higher up the food chain. Yeah. They're the people who are higher up the food chain. We're able to buy those, and they're in the Rolodex. Right. We're able to buy those, and we can say, look, we can go ahead and with the velocity of the fund and focusing on, look, we're going to keep some of these, but some of them, we're just going to put some money on there, tax some money on, and just move them, move them right away. We have to make a profit, yeah, for yeah. the fund. But you know what? Like you said, we're going to be able to put out a really good quality product that's going to have a lot more meat on the bone, let's just say. And maybe to some it doesn't, but that's what we're seeing is we're thinking that's really what's going to happen. And that's what's been what I've seen selling just right now is just flying out the door or reperforming assets. Reperforming assets on paper stack are just, they're going and they're going quickly because that's what people are looking for. They're looking for yield. They're looking for cash flow. Self-directed IRA people looking for something. Oh my gosh, the self-directed IRA people, I feel like almost like a drug dealer with them because they're just like, oh, this is amazing. We're talking to people daily and calling and saying, I have 15, $25,000 that have just been sitting there for years. They just don't know what to do with it. They go on about their lives and they're like, holy cow, I have this thing. So the new things that are coming out with some of our partners that we're partnering up with, no spoilers right now, but to be able to access that money is key. Fast. How easy can I do it? Because even in today's environment, the self-directed IRA space, it's, there's still some burdensome things to go through, right? We're in the infancy stages of it. Once we make it really easy for, let's say me that has a self-directed IRA to be able to utilize that money, put a little bit over here in this startup company for 20 bucks, put a little bit into MWM fund over here and easily access that all online, it's game over Um, because nobody's putting that money into that that niche yet, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to be a rocket ship. Question, let's switch gears a little bit. Tell me more about... Because this is an impact fund where you guys are doing two things. You're providing for your investors, but also at the same time, the goal is to help people. That's why it's called Money with Meaning Fund. Correct. What else besides that? What are you guys doing? Because I know we feel good. Talk on length where there's been time that you get started and you, you can roll. I remember one time we went to, we just meet him at the office and we had the office in Winter Garden where it was nine, from nine o'clock in the morning. So we're at what, a Red Robin. We're eating lunch and he finally said something like, what do you think, Brett? And I was like. I think I have a set of words since I got in the office. You've been talking this whole time. That was when Rick and I were just in the office by ourselves. I had nobody to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. Rick and I, he knew what I was saying before it was even out of my mouth. Yeah. I could always think so much to Rick and talk about my, like, passion about what's going on here. And that he's like, dude, I don't need to hear it again. I know it, dude. You don't need to sell me on it. Yeah. And then Brett comes in. I go, oh, friend, <laughs> I'm like, I got eight hours with this guy. I'm going to tell him everything. Yeah, um, your ears were bleeding. Wait, yeah. you know, but the thing is, it was always like the, the I, I liked it because it was like, wow, he's because the idea is it's, it even, just it's makes big. sense. It's, it's big. common sense to yeah. help these people. And you were talking about like we're in a kid with a housing counselor, right? How we help their kids. Can we get involved right. with resumes, get them jobs? Early you have farming. an intimate relationship with 
somebody that that is owning your home or your mortgage on your home, yeah. how intimate of a relationship is that? It doesn't get more personal. If than you that. can build a good relationship with that person and then you can provide value to them through the life of that relationship, how much more valuable could you, what could you do? Anybody you partner up with. I think it, the key is when, you're, when we form those relationships is we're being real with people. We're talking to them, listening to them, finding out really what's going on there. Because so many times our borrowers have been contacted prior to us getting their loans contacted by people and it's really there's just always these ulterior motives like look you just got to perform or get out and some horror stories we've heard but there's really people at the end of the at the other side of these loans and it's really like how can you help them this is another tipping point that's happening right now yeah. is what are all these companies doing forbearance for a year not paying their rent for a year and doing these socially responsible things obviously there's a landlord that needs to get paid and things like that and hopefully they're going to be able to subsidize that through the government because Let's face it, we still need to make revenue. But what it's doing is it's bringing to the forefront the importance of housing. If we're trying to rebuild the middle class, right, and trying to build this wealth inequality, this gap, and tighten it up a little bit, you got to have a house to do so. And so we have a very important role, and I take it on as a responsibility of myself to say, this is my response. I don't care if Joe over there that's an investor doesn't do it. It's my responsibility to at least let people know that this is what's going on out there. This is what we can provide. This is what you can provide. This is what you're going to provide if you invest in a note on paper stack or you invest in MWM fund. This is what you can do on top of just making money. And to me, when I tell my daughter what I do, I basically say I make a big piggy bank and people put money in that piggy bank and I use that money and I go out and save people's homes and I make some more money with that by doing that. And that's great. So yeah. that's as simple as it is. It's really not the back end stuff that we've been learning for the last seven and eight years is insane. There's a lot of stuff going on in it. Not that it can't be taught. What I'm saying is that doesn't need to be on the forefront of what it is. It's really, that's all that finance has been, I think, started from the get me confused to most people yeah. for a reason. It's nowadays, you can find out everything. You can learn everything about it. It doesn't need to be so confusing. No. Good stuff. Thanks for the introduction. We're at 20 minutes. I think you guys want to add any information where they can find more stuff. You go. How do you get started at MWM? What's the first step? What's step one? Go to the site. Go to the site. Go to mwmfund.com. <laughs> and we've done a really good, I think, Cliff Notes version of what we're actually doing. Right. You can invest right there. The great thing about it is our back end is fully secure. It's SOC 123 audited, which is basically a third-party auditor that audits the technology. So whenever you put your information in there, it's very secure. And we're utilizing a huge fund administrator to do that. Like we said, this is a team. This isn't us pulling the levers here. This is like a big time thing. And, and just go to the website and yeah. say, that's now reach out and intercom and ask us or go to Paperstack. Or go to Paperstack if you're looking for some properties. But yeah, I think for the fun, it's go there and get started. If you have any questions, right at the bottom right-hand corner on the website. Point to it. Right, right here. There it is. Intercom. That's an intercom button. You hit that, open it up. You'll have your question that'll pop up or a dialogue box will pop up and you can ask a question and we'll be able to get back to you pretty quickly. We look forward to having everybody on board in a great year. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for checking in on us. Thank yeah, you for uh, letting me come in, guys. Yeah, for sure. I guess we'll let you in this office. All right, great. That's the end of episode five of the Paper Stack Podcast. Thanks for having TJ on and Rick, as always. And yep. uh, we'll see you guys in episode six. If you haven't subscribed yet, though, please do so and leave us a, a comment because it helps out. Helps so, out a lot. All right. Thank you. See ya.